Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 154 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join us on my panel of Joanna. And two members of the Ventures by D Gang, Dave and Madison. Are you ready to ride? As ready to ride. Yes. Yes. This episode, we are talking all about Dave and Madison's recent trip, their first time visit to Carowinds, a Cedar Fair park in Charlotte, North Carolina. But it also has a distinction of straddling both South Carolina and North Carolina. That's not only the biggest distinction. The biggest distinction is this is a park that Joanna actually has relevance in because she's actually stepped foot in this park. So she's not just a spy standard in this episode. She'll actually have input and thoughtful communication. So yay! (laughs) (laughs) See, I I thought you were going to say it's the home of the world's greatest funnel cake. (laughs) Well, we will. That's yet to be seen. You know, it's been, what, uh, what, five years since we went? Maybe it downgraded. You know, COVID happened. So I'm hoping Dave and Madison will have an update on the world's greatest funnel cake. But before we get into that, let's do some housekeeping because Adventures by D is a YouTube channel and they put out tons of content. So Dave and Madison, what is some of the newest content that uh, viewers can go over and check out? So thank you for that. And thanks for having us on, Tom um, and Joanna. The newest content is uh, we recently went over to Alabama Adventure and Splash Adventure. Yes. Two parks near Birmingham, Alabama, another new park we hadn't been to before. So we checked out both that water park and the rides park. And then some of the other recent content, we did a Stranger Things locations video. So we checked out all the locations from what seasons, Madison? Seasons one and two. Yeah, from seasons one and two. Cool. And uh, we will be doing a follow-up video for seasons three and four. So I know a lot of folks are watching stranger things or just got through watching all the episodes of stranger things season four so if you want to see most of the outdoor shots of that are in georgia and so come on over to our channel and check that out and uh we'll be doing plenty of vlogs here coming up at halloween as well we can talk about that later but um, yeah we're excited for the spooky season big plans to come back down to orlando for hhn and mickey's not so scary spooky season begins in one month in august (laughs) At least down here in Florida, it does. <laughs> yes, let me Come ask on, you. Tom, Spirit flagship opens in seven days. Oh, that, yeah. That's, that's the start of the holiday season. That is a big uh, – your wife, Chris, loves to go in there and make videos from, from Spirit. So I look forward to seeing the first one of those coming up soon. But speaking of upcoming videos, are we to anticipate a uh, Carowinds video coming down the pike at some point in the near future? Yes. Lovely. Um, yes, Absolutely. It's in the editing bay now, as we say. I'm working on that one, and uh, it'll be out. By the time this podcast goes out, it should be close. Just uh, be out in a couple days. So be looking for it on Adventures by D. Make sure to come on over and check out our channel if you're interested in family-friendly adventures. We do all kinds of theme parks all over the U.S. and then specialize in some Atlanta content as well since we're local to the Atlanta area. We just put up our one of our biggest videos, the Stone Mountain Laser and Fireworks Show, which uh, has gotten pretty good results the last two years when we put it up. So we shoot that on a tripod steady cam and high def, low, low light, and it's a spectacular must-see firework and laser show. So come on over and check that out. That 
is incredible. Plus, you can also check out, there are now various videos where Madison does cosplay uh, at different parks and stuff, and it's always uh, very well done. So I, I give you props for, <laughs> it's always good. I think the latest one is you at Universal being one of the, uh, oh, no, no, you're not one of the minions. You're the nerdy guy, right? Who's yeah, that? Vector. Who's oh, Vector, yeah. <laughs> Vector, yeah. You should do a, um, a, a set list or a playlist or a, a whatever it is of just... The, you guys dressing up and going to play. <laughs> Those are always Yeah, fun. she's done. Uh, which ones have you done? You can... uh, in the parks, I've only been Vector and Harry Potter. But you did the the uh, festival, right? The, 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 what, the con or whatever? Did you guys go to a... Yeah, we've oh, done... yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, there's... Comic Con. Yeah, there's, there's a handful where you guys dressed up and went to somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, those are always good. I like those. I got like that idea of another playlist. I see that in our future. <laughs> yes, lovely. Um, oh, speaking of YouTube channels, guess what? We have one, Vacationers Podcast. Go to that one and like and subscribe. We were up to like 481, and then like two people dropped, so we're back down to 479. <laughs> and it hasn't gone up since. Like it's just dead. Like mother, <laughs> get back on Tom's spot. Damn you! Why did you unsubscribe? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's it's chaos. <clears throat> Joanna, you got to get that TikTok uh, vacation years TikTok going. I know we talked about it. We got to get that up and running. I do. I was I was waiting for my voice to change, but I think now it's kind of permanent. So I'm just. Well, no one. Everyone uses that that TikTok voice, right? No one actually uses your actual voice. It's always the lady, rah, rah, that robot voice. No. No? Well, no. not the TikTok I'm on. No, no. <laughs> I'm on a different side of TikTok than you. Ah, uh, yes. The dark side. Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless. Oh, yeah, we have to figure out something. We need we need, we need splash. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out something. We need to do, do something. Do it. I, I have yep. a green screen, so I can do it, so. Yeah, I have a green screen. I've never used it. I have this huge green screen over there, and uh, I'm afraid to take it out because putting it back is so hard. Oh my lord! Yeah, you have to like <laughs> twist it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just completely random how you can twist those back into shape. It's just. I got it back in. I'm like, I'm never pulling that zipper open again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Under no circumstance am I going to use this thing ever. It's just too hard to figure it out. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so our channel, our latest video, I believe, is the well. At minus live stream, our latest video is the Epcot 220, Space 220, where I went and dined by myself. And speaking of expensive Disney restaurants, that was $79 fixed menu where, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> super expensive at 4 p.m. But uh, it was very you should have taken your lighting rig with you. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a dark restaurant. Just set my lights up <laughs> around my table. <laughs> I just thought you were at your apartment with the lights off or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, go check that out. It's not a very long video. You know, you go see my three courses. I had uh, fish and uh, chocolate cheesecake. So forget about it. Very good. But too expensive. Uh, coming down the pike, just like Dave in his uh, uh, docking station or <laughs> whatever the heck he said, I... Editing bay. <laughs> Editing bay. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking uh, Rise of Resistance. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes i have i just went to epcot last night of, of our recording this on a saturday i went there last night recorded my first in a series of food and wine festival vlogs or whatever you want to call them uh, so i ate spoiler alert i ate at america oh, so good and china eh, it was okay so when that re is released hopefully uh, that will definitely be released before this podcast gets released but uh, so the food and wine has an america yes 
It's it's the Food and Wine it's Festival, the, international festival, but mostly America. Know what's in the America dining? I mean, is it just like a trip to Fridays or something? Oh, it's good. It's good. They had a beer flight where they got. They had a they had a um a what was it? It was a coffee cider. It was really good. It was weird because okay. you know you you know you used to like apple ciders are America, but it was coffee. They had a uh, I don't know, beef sandwich with pickled thing. It was it was like spicy. It was good. So I don't know. It was good. Food and wine is like eight <coughs> months long now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it started a couple weeks ago, and I think it goes through November. <laughs> so I mean, literally, it goes through November. So yeah. So at it's, some point, it's a, it's a separate park called the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. I love it though. Yeah. So good. Now it is expensive, <laughs> but it's very good. Watch my video, and you'll see how much I spent. Did they have apple pie in America? No, no. At least not at the booth. But uh, Tonic was the band playing, so I watched a set of that. I uh, remarkably, I think I knew three of the songs. So, and they only play, they only play a half. So they play three half-hour um, sets. So they're very quick. So they don't play a lot. So they come in, bam, bam, hits, and they're out. Very good. But that video will be on its way soon. But that's enough of that nonsense. Let's talk about Carowinds. You know what? This podcast we got logged down. Well, no, that's not true because we did talk about your two cruises, Joanna. So I feel like we we we've been pigeonholed into you know Florida stuff. And more Florida stuffs to come. But luckily, Dave and Madison are, are shining or beacons of light to get us out of Florida and north just a little bit more <laughs> into South and North Carolina. Actually, it's in North Carolina. And, well, technically in South Carolina. But I guess the parking lot or the entrance is in North Carolina. So I want to hear all about your first trip to Carowinds. Joanna and I have been to that park for a um, uh, Coaster Road meetup. In fact, Coaster Radio. Yeah, coast okay, coast radio. <laughs> wow, coast road. Okay. What am I talking about? Wow, I just I just went for a run, so my brain isn't uh, all there. It's a little fried. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, coast radio meetup, and uh, back in 2017. So that was and that was really our first our first podcast episode was regarding that meetup. So full circle. By the way, this is our final episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I am so excited to hear all about it. So you guys went on over a weekend, right, Dave? Yeah, we basically wound up going for two half days. So we're based okay. out of Atlanta. So yep. it's essentially a four-hour drive. So it's a four-hour drive. The major parks, a lot of them are four-hour drives. If you go nice. north, it's Dollywood and four hours. Oh. If you go south, it's Wild Adventure Valdosta. And then towards Charlotte, which would be to our east, it would be Carowinds. And then the only one to the west really is Alabama Adventure and Splash Adventure, which we went to and yep. spoke about. We already have a video on the channel. So we were excited to go over. One of the reasons we hadn't been is we couldn't figure out if we're going for the weekend, a night, or a day. Because I've done it different ways at both Dollywood and Wild Adventure. And uh, getting out of Atlanta on a Friday sometimes mm-hmm. is a... Uh, it's, it's tough to do across mm-hmm. town. So we just decided to do kind of uh, we went over on Saturday and trying to figure out how much we would get in and then whether we were going to go back Sunday or not. So we just went over with a one-day ticket and drove over Saturday, and it took about five hours. We hit some rain around Charlotte, and so we got to the park in the afternoon, about one or two, and then we thought we missed a rain shower, so we parked the car, saw Fury right there in all of its glory out front. And I have to say, the front of the park... Most of the park is super well kept. In fact, all the park is, but the front is really well kept. Oh, it's beautiful. So we yep. walked in thinking we missed all the rain, 
basically got in the park and then just started another downpour and we got we got drenched we tried to wait it out and we got drenched so we basically came out of there soaking wet and went to the hotel and changed and uh had some late lunch and then went back to the park around six okay so um they were open till 10 so basically restart back saturday night we got in went right to fury we rode um what else did we ride on that saturday maddie oh we did Boo Blaster and Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, Boo Blasters and Plants vs. Zombies and Fury that Saturday. That's sweet. Then we decided to go back on Sunday at Rope Drop, and and we rode Fury again, rode the Intimidator, rode um, Copperhead Strike, took a lot of video because the weather was a heck of a lot nicer Sunday morning than Saturday night. All the rain had gone. And then we rode the Rock and Roll, what is it? I call it the Himalaya, one of those fair rides in the back that spins around and around. Okay. Rock and roll coaster or something. Did you ride the um, their invert afterburn? We did not ride the invert. We went the wrong way. We were going to ride it, <laughs> and we just went the wrong way. I think it was right next to um, Copperhead Strike, and we came out like I said and went the opposite way, and we never went back there. So I saw it. We saw it in line for Plants vs Zombies, but I, I didn't ride that one. No. Okay. Unfortunately. What did you think about Plants vs Zombies? That that's a unique attraction yes madison it's interesting i don't know it's not what i was expecting sort of like buzz lightyear doesn't move it's a it's you're kind of like on a movable rocking horse but you're in a multi-level theater setting and it's a shooter game in the dark you got four levels the top two levels weren't working so everybody's on the 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 front two rows and you're on this rocking horse with a gun attached but I like it because I'd never been on anything like that before. Yeah. Um, took me a while to figure out which which little dot I was shooting at on the screen, but I thought the the thoughtfulness behind the ride of actually being in a theater setting and having a shooter game that doesn't necessarily move on a conveyor belt that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, they they just retro uh, fitted that into a pre-existing. I think it was like a like the SpongeBob theater where they had the motion seats. Um, Kings Dominion still has that, so there, there, there's a bunch of Cedar Fair points that have that where they have that. I think it was a rat, some type of rat video at one point. Like, <laughs> and you, like, see, you're in your standalone seat and it moves back and forth. So they ripped all those out, put in these. Yeah, you straddle these things, right? Like you straddle it, and you have a gun that you kind of move around and you shoot. From what I recall, yeah, it was different for sure. And Plants vs Zombies, it's a good IP. I I enjoyed that game. I'm not a gamer, and I I like that one. Something different yeah. IP for yeah. the parks. For sure. Do you remember you remember playing that, uh, Joanna? Plants for Zombies? Yeah. Okay. I love that game. No, I'm talking about the ride, though. <laughs> oh, the ride? Right. No, I don't remember the ride at all, but I liked it. Oh, I my lord. Okay. <laughs> I have no memory of things. I, I remember things for like two years, and then they... They're gone. If I don't think of them again, they fall off, and they're gone. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, there you go. And Boo Blasters. Uh, how was condition of Blue Blast? Boo Blasters? The guns working, lights work, sound effects, scoring? Mm. Oh. The guns, it was hard to tell, like, the accuracy <laughs> of the guns at all. In fact, like, we, I had both guns in the front, Maddie had both in the back, and I really, I was just shooting blind and hoping for a score. It, it, it needed some TLC. The ride worked fine. Everything was well painted, and... and very a uh, Mr. I told Maddie it's like Mr. Toad esque type of <laughs> the ride vehicles and things. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the guns like had seen better days. Let me put it that way. And, yeah. and I had no idea to tell what I was shooting at. Did you, Maddie? No. 
So you guys said you bought a one-day ticket? Did I hear you right? We did. So how did you get into yeah. two days? Well, well, I went on uh, Saturday night and bought a second one-day ticket. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I gotcha. Had I known that we were going for two days, I might have just, or, you know, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday before we left, we looked at getting a pass, but the the amount of money didn't work out. But I wish I had done that Saturday because if I had done that Saturday, that the the money would have made sense. But yeah, we just bought two one day tickets, is what it turned into. Yeah, I imagine a pass wouldn't be much more than those two one day tickets, right? Because usually a pass Correct, is but, about the same mm-hmm. price. If you go two or three times in a year, you you know it's a wash. Mm-hmm. That's Cedar Fair. They do the stupid year thing where you buy it and then buy, you know at the end of this year it expires. It's not a 365. Yes, that was the other thing exactly. Yeah, that's so stupid. When I when it in Sunday on the way out, they're like, she's like, if you get a pass, it's good to December. I'm like, next December. She's like, no, this December. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know. Probably gonna go back for one of the seasons of fun, whether Halloween or Christmas. But oh, to make the past make sense, we'd have to go twice, and I'm not sure that's gonna yeah. work in our schedule. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they don't just make a 365 pass. It just seems like it makes selling them later in the year more difficult because who wants to buy it? You don't know if it was discounted more than if you were to buy in May as opposed to right now. Is the price any less? I mean, it would have to be, right? They'd have to. Something tells me it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't well, know. Well, I don't know how Cedar Fair does it, but I'll, I'll be on the lookout. I know Six Flags has a lot of their best season pass sales. Pro tip or right after Thanksgiving, so ah. I'll be looking. I'm on a, on a, I'm on all the Cedar Fair mailing lists. So I'll be looking for see what kind of sales they have then. Oh, that's awesome. Now, Joanna and I have always proclaimed that they have, in fact the correctly self-proclaimed world's greatest funnel cake in the county fair section of the park. Did you guys go back there and eat the world's greatest funnel cake? And in fact, is it still the world's greatest funnel cake? So we saw the funnel cake places. In fact, it was national funnel cake day, the Saturday we were there. Holy oh, moly. They awarded, they awarded a special funnel cake recipe that they they were making locally to a person. She won the recipe contest. It was some kind of fluffer nut, nutter um, funnel cake. Oh, sounds However, good. Madison had a heart set on a local sweet shop that she had seen on TikTok, which I'd promised her that we would go to. So we did not have <gasps> the funnel cake. I saw all oh three God. funnel cake places in that park. And instead of the funnel cake, we drove through downtown Charlotte to get to a place called Swirl that Madison had seen on TikTok, which was very good. But you were all dead to me. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Dave, you can eat more than one sweet per day. You can have a funnel cake. You can split a funnel cake and then go to Swirl and eat food. Yeah, yes. It's okay. <laughs> You're on vacation. We only had Starbucks in the park, and we didn't even have food at Starbucks. Which, by the way, that Starbucks, I love that place. It's huge. There's nobody in it, unlike Disney's, where there's 4,000 people in the line. Problem is, the problem is the Starbucks in that park closes exactly at park closing. Oh. So on your way out, you can't get a coffee. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. All all the places closed. Like, right at, like, yeah, that night that we were leaving, like, at 10 o'clock. So we, we rode Fury at the very, like, right at the very end of the night. And then as we were walking out of the park, because we were driving back to our, you know, it's, what is it, a six-hour drive? Something like that. We're, we're driving yeah. back to Virginia, and we're like, oh, we'll just hit the Starbucks on the way out, grab a coffee. 
all the all the shops on the main street or uh, international drive closed <laughs> right at 10 o'clock they closed them all like everyone exiting they can't buy stuff like what are you doing i, I don't get it like these shops need to be open to at least 10 30 at least 10 30 i well yeah you would think they would take your money as much yeah. as you want to spend on the way out of the park you like, missed Dis- your opportunity like disney for does ridiculous yeah we didn't buy any You're merch to get your coffee and then go on your last ride <laughs> yeah i don't get we it we'll save the we'll have to save the world's greatest funnel cake for the next visit but um yeah it didn't work out this time Dave, that's they, they had signs for it all over the park you two and we saw days I'm like i'm like there's the there's the booth that tom because we're like yeah. there's one up front and i'm like i don't no. think that's the one tom mentioned no 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 and you got when you get it, you got to go all in. You got to get the ice cream and the whipped cream and you know whatever else they throw in it, excluding Chocolate their finger. And the caramel. <laughs> Don't let them put their finger in it. <laughs> right. We did have a cast member put their finger in my. Yeah, he, he picked out something out of my it's cup. Your drink. Yeah, my, my refill drink. Yeah, he picked something out and handed it to me as if I was going to take it. Like you really want me to drink this? Go, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> And there what was something doing? floating on yeah. the ice, and he just reached in and picked it. His bare hand. Yeah. Now, granted, this was pre-COVID, but still, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my lord. All right. All right. Well, very interesting. So you didn't eat any other food then, besides having uh, some coffee at Starbucks. You no other, uh, no tastings at Carowinds. Mm, no, they we the, we um, right in line for Fury the first time Saturday night was like a 45 minutes and. They were talking about their special hamburger and their special Martin's potato bun. Okay. It wasn't making me hungry, but it just yeah. didn't. We were so focused on getting our video and getting on those rides. And then um, yeah. we really didn't linger either time because we wanted to get our rides in. And, and then Sunday, I needed to get back to Atlanta. So, yeah. Hmm. Wow. I, I got to tell you, I may, after we get off this podcast, I might just delete it and not even release this podcast now. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> well, no, no update on the world's greatest final cake. Come on, oh man! Sorry, Joanna. I wait. I'm wasting your Saturday morning. Right, the dumb Wait, we oh, rode Fury and Intimidator and Copperhead Strike. Yeah, talk about yeah. that. I do want to hear. I do want to talk about that. But again, yeah, Joanna, I don't care about that. She, I'm gonna look at that text message. There's a text you sent me. I'm going to record an episode of David Madison from ABD in their recent Carowinds visit. I'd like you to join in on that since you've actually been there, and I think they tried the world's greatest funnel cake. Yeah. Oops. Because otherwise she'd have been like, hell no, I ain't coming on your damn podcast. <laughs> well, I have a picture of it. I can pretend what I taste, but we never do that in our channel, Tom. Wow. It's, yeah. always, you know, it's always an honest review. It's genuine. So. Yes, yeah. that's good. I like that. All right, no problem. But we will talk about rides. We'll keep Fury for last. So uh, okay. I am interested in Intimidator. I loved their Intimidator. So much so more than King's Dominion. Joanna, you are on board with this assessment as well, right? Or you don't remember because it's past two years. Yeah, it, it was. I still remember it. It wasn't still a little more intense than I liked it. Oh, no, I thought it was It was less to make it up and down it was still a little so too good. much intensity for them and they got the they had the seats the the, the spread seats so they had two in the middle or a little offset versus the ones on the side i love that yeah. that intimidator is for me hands down no question that's the one i want uh now have you guys ridden the king's dominion intimidator 305 no we have not okay. ever been the king's dominion oh i thought you were 
That's, oh, no, on, that's on the list, too. It's Bush Gardens. Okay, yeah. Well, their Halloween event is really good, yeah. so you should check that out. Uh, so Really good, and I have a pass. We can... Oh, yeah, you have a pass. Have a yeah, pass wow, look at this. Yeah. This well, yeah, better be this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not renewing for next year, so I'll, I'm going to take a year off, at least a year of Kingsman. But tell us what you thought about Intimidator at Carowinds. I liked it more than Fury. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on here? Wow. Oh, she's just like Ian. Holy cow. What is go- no, Ian didn't even say that, right? Ian, I think Ian yeah, no, but, better, but he likes the other Intimidator, which is right? absurd. <laughs> you liked it better than it, than Fury. Wow. You're out of your Tell mind. Tell him why. Yes, please. I just did. <laughs> Remember what you told me on the ride? No. It? Well, first of all, where did we ride on Intimidator? Oh, we rode in the very front. And then what else? What about airtime? Oh, yeah, I was, like, flying off my seat for, like, the whole thing, and it was really It's, it's a great ride, but better than Fury? It's very much – I'd love the I'd love the cars because they're, like, Diamondback yes. and Kings Island. Yeah. So I'd love for being – everybody's tall in our family here, as yep. Joanna knows. Like, giants <laughs> all over. Oddly tall. obsessed with but, it, yeah. Um, and and – in the back seat of those cars, you know, there's really no. It's only two and two, and the back seat of those cars you can stretch out because there's they're so far away from each other. Yeah. I'd never seen that before. I rode Diamondback, but I love the makeup of the cars. But yeah. um, I would say I really liked Intimidator. A lot of airtime. Um, yes. Love the NASCAR theme. I would say Fury to me is a little bit better, which we're going to talk about. And Fury has the better layout because as much as I like the ride Intimidator, it's basically on the edge of the parking lot the whole way, which I get it. That's how they squeezed it into the park. Yeah. But um, the ride is great, and and I compare it to Diamondback because the the rides and the cars are very similar. And yeah. I just think Diamondback has a little bit better layout as it goes through the park. Yeah, I, I would say the the combination of Fury and Intimidator for me, I don't know of any other park that has. A better one, like one and two coaster, for for my liking. Like, I I don't know. I mean, maybe they're oh, even better one. I mean, Fury three two five is like my favorite coaster, so I guess. I would I would say Millennium Force and Top Thrill Dragster are maybe mm, not as good, yeah, but man, a not for reasonable me. competitor. Possibly. And I would yeah. say, I would say, you know, I don't I like Fury over Orion, but for Kings Island, I would say Orion and Diamondback would be right there neck and neck with Fury and, and Yeah, King's Island has a great coaster collection. So yeah, I mean that 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 would be close. But again, I think Carowinds. I mean, now granted Carowinds only has two other rideable coasters. So they only have like four total that are worth riding. Uh, you rode three of them and let's move on to the next one. Their their newest coaster um what what the heck is that thing called? Uh Copperhead Strike. Copperhead Strike. Yes. So, what did you think of Copperhead Strike? I really liked it. I thought the theming was super cool throughout the queue, because we had, we kind of had to like hike a little bit to get up to the front because there was no line when we got there. The ride itself was really fun. I wasn't expecting to, to go upside down as soon as it started. But. Yeah, yeah, that has the yeah, has a JoJo roll or whatever right out of the gate. 
Yeah, it's cool. That, and that slow roll, and then you yeah. go in that, you see that little show, and then there's a launch, and then it's pretty intense. Um, yeah, I like the theming. It's back very Dollywood-esque. I think that was called Blue Ridge Junction back there. Um, backs up yes. to the water park. That little area is very Dollywood-esque with the theming. But, um, yeah, we didn't really get, we went sat, that was Sunday morning, and we didn't get a chance to enjoy the queue because nobody was in line. So it's a rather large queue, as you all know. <laughs> oh, woe is me, Dave. Well, oh, we, we couldn't wait in line. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a dual, I thought I read somewhere it was a dual launch coaster. And by dual launch, I guess they it does mean say, yes. you leave the start house slow, and then you get the second launch there. Oh, really? Yeah, it says the first double launch coaster in the Carolinas with five inversions. You're saying there's not – it's not – Yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch because I guess they're counting <laughs> you leaving the house into that slow roll as a launch. But oh, okay, that's the weird. second launch is really the launch. Yes. Uh, we have not – that was not in existence when we went in 2017. So that is a coaster I have yet to conquer. So uh, I do want to get back up there to ride that and, of course, to revisit my – top two favorites in that park Intimidator and Fury 325 so before we get to Fury 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 325 you didn't ride any other coasters those those, those three no, okay that, it uh, went on your recommendation and so now some of them were not open like Ricochet we probably would have rode their mousetrap like coaster uh, but it yeah. wasn't open okay um Nighthawk I think that's one it was not open Oh. We walked under it several times right you there in the middle of the park. Yeah. Afterburn was open. We just didn't get a chance to write it. Um, that one was, yeah, that's the only other good and one. And then the, uh, there were a couple of things that weren't open either day. That I, I think they were just probably understaffed like every other park post-COVID. Okay. The country yep. fair place was probably the most happening section of the park because everything was open back there, and there were a lot of rides kind of together. Yeah, it opened uh, the country fair your county fair opened in 2017. So that was brand new. That whole section was county brand fair. new when we okay. went there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's probably one of the newer sections of the park. If I were, if am I correct, but so let's get to the number one coaster in the world. Now, according to most people, that's right, Matt. And I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Fury three, two, five. Now uh, this coaster is just phenomenal. Just Everything about it is to the, the airtime, to going down in the front, the, the way they incorporate it into the front of the park where you go, like you walk over it through that tunnel. Oh, man. The, I don't know how anybody can ride it and not think, wow, this is like my favorite coaster. At least it's just right. Daytime, it, nighttime, no oh. matter. Front seat, middle, back row, every now, ride on that. Literally. Delivers. Yes. Now of course we didn't write, we haven't written it since 2017 so maybe it has maybe it's gotten a little rougher or it's not as good but I don't think so I think it's fantastic I want to ride it again and you guys ah, great so Dave let me ask you first Fury three two five of all the coasters you've written and I don't know if you have an active or if you've given this much thought but like your top five coasters you like or top three where would Fury fall into your favorite coasters regardless of wood steel hybrid regardless just top coasters. It's easily my top three. Yes, um, all right. Probably my top one or two. Like when I got off, and Madison will tell you, it's a very smooth ride, super oh, smooth. Like so nice. like like no twerking on my back, no bumping on my head. Yeah. None of that. And the layout is awesome. Day or night, we rode it like 
so the golden hour Saturday, the sun setting, it was nice. Oh, and then beautiful. You have the what they call the treble clef turnaround. So as you said, you go over and then the turnaround is kind of like a treble clef. You come back and go under the walkway in the very front of the park. And the layout is awesome. It's smooth. Um, well run. Both times they had three cars running. They were loading and unloading as quick as they could. Yeah. People were on it up, awesome. up top. Plus, they even had a band back there Saturday when we went. They had the little Dang. Fury 325 band on the stage going. Um, Madison, what did you oh, yep. think? Um, I definitely think it's top five for me. I don't know where exactly in top five, but it, I mean, it was a good coaster. So that means Intimidator is also in the top five since it's better. Yeah. So two of your favorite coasters come from Carowinds. Very nice. I, I tend to agree. Nice. Intimidator is so good. So Fury, if I'm not mistaken, and, and Joanna, <laughs> relying on your memory, I guess it's not a good idea, but Fury, in, in order to get those cars out as quick as they do, like they didn't let you like bring bags or anything into the queue, right? Like there was no, you couldn't, like you had to get a locker. No? Yeah, there was the locker in front of it. I remember. So you couldn't, there was no cup. Madison and I had this, had this, um, debate because i like to take my phone at least in the queue so i can film some good coaster angles yeah and then normally on most rides there's cubby holes you know yes. by the coaster yeah this one they they are very clear if you bring your cell phone then it better be in a locked or button pocket zipped up because we're not okay. responsible and you are not leaving anything up here yeah like the guy said a thousand times do not set your cell phone do not put your hat hats had to go in your shirt yeah or you needed to get off the ride and put it in a locker down below they are very clear on that I yep. did see people, like, when we stopped after the break run and waited for cars in front of us, there were a couple of people that, that still took their phones on ride. So, technically, you could take your phone on the ride, but on that ride, you're really flirting with disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear that the the team is still, you know, pushing those cars out quickly because they, they were doing that back in the day. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you get complacent and, you know, you, they don't really care that much or they don't run all the trains, but I'm glad they're doing that. And, yeah, part of that is... You know, when you get in there, you're you're you sit down, you get buckled in. Is there seatbelts? I don't even remember. Uh, you get locked in and you go. Seatbelts. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, there is no you know fumbling around with your bags or hats or yeah. It's just in go in go. So yeah, good. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish that they had some shoulder restraints on some of those bigger giga coasters Dave. because you get so much air time. I know it's 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 better for the for the feeling of flying out of your seat but yes some of those things now are getting so tall from a comfort mm-hmm. from a also um, you safety know, perspective the airtime you get i feel like a lot a lot of that airtime those those shoulder restraints would just they dig into your shoulders too right? i mean yeah it just ruined the ride like ah ow. it would kill the float yeah there which, would be no floating yeah i'm about to fly on yeah i'm not i'm not a big experience. fan of that dave so <laughs> keep that to yourself buddy <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare write a letter to Carowinds or B&M. <laughs> Dear B&M, can you please put shoulder restraints on all your coasters, please? Like, no. I'm used to it. I mean, the, the, the ride vehicle is just like Goliath here at Six Flags over Georgia. So it's – Yes. It's, um, yeah. Oh, man. So good. So good. So as a park and hole, uh, what do you guys think, you know, compared to other parks? Obviously, it's not going to compare theming-wise to your Dollywood or um, – well, I mean, down here in Florida, your your big theme parks, but uh, from what I recall, it's a it's pretty nicely done. Uh, what do you guys think of that park? I would say, well, Madison, I'll let you answer first. Um, 
I'd say it's pretty well themed. I mean, in different areas of the park, I mean, you could tell that it was a different theme. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good park. I mean, I'd definitely come again. To me, the best way I could describe it, and, and to me, this is a compliment, it's a, it's a smaller King's Island. It's well-run. It's clean. You want to get nitpicky. Not Some of the rides weren't open, I'm sure, because of staffing, but all the big rides are open, and they were well-run from what I could tell. I mean, multiple cars are running, and the operations people are getting folks on and off, and, and there were food stands open. I played the the basketball game that was you know nobody's really playing the games. Um, did you? And win? We also went in the car. We did. We also went. No, I didn't win a basketball. I have tried win. six times. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Dave's basketball challenge. Wah, wah, wah. Is that going to be in the so video? Is back. it? Is it only when you win? Does it make the video, or does it make it even if you lose? No, it'll be in. It'll be in the video. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Okay, perfect. I can't uh, wait. And I have to go back not just for the not just for the funnel cake, but also to win a basketball. Yeah, conquer the um, basketball game. We also went in the Carolina Sky Tower, which is one of, I believe one of their original attractions. And it's for for vlogging, you get an awesome view up there. It is pretty tight in that little cabin you sit in, and it's really hot up there. I, I thought the AC <laughs> felt fine to me, but I remember that. Yeah. A, <laughs> Go ahead. Dave. It's one of those rotating towers, which I'm not sure I'd been in one of those rotating <laughs> towers because a lot of parks I think have gotten rid of them or redone them or what have you but um i thought it was great because you get a great bird's eye view up there and uh, especially of like you'll see in the vlog you get a really good view of intimidator and fury and it's hard to kind of see the layout unless you get that kind of view to get most of the coaster from above <laughs> yeah yeah but i i i, I liked it we'll, we'd go back we'd heard a lot about carowinds and like I said, a lot of times we've gone to Wild Adventure or to Dollywood just because we're more familiar with those parks. But, um, yeah, I just wish uh, we'd had a full day on Saturday there. Um, I, I will say if we go back, I told Madison, when we go back, we'd probably go on a Saturday and just invest in a one day and do the fast lane and yes. just, just make sure we get on everything and walk. There was no fast lane line either either day. Like, yes. you walked on everything with a fast lane pass. Yes, yeah. and that's what we experienced. It was insane. Fast lane, you could fast lane Fury. We did that. Intimidator, we did that. We fast lane, I don't know, Joanna, you remember this, the Carolina Sky Tower. There was no line for it. And yeah. a couple, the couple that was, like, right yeah, ahead of us. Right in. Like, yeah, we, we cut in front of a couple ahead of us. There was Literally, there was another couple in us. And we did this fast lane. They were laughing, and we had a good time. But they are like, you used a fast lane? Like, that's right. We paid for it. We're using it, dang yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Carowinds has the best value, like, those add-ons of most parks I've ever been to. Like, the fast lane was, like, really paid off. And yeah, like we got the all-inclusive like ticket. Probably the greatest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it had everything. Was yep. wonderful. You buy one, it feeds two people every time. It was wonderful. Yeah, every it included. Minutes you get to eat. Yeah, that ticket included the fast lane, food, and photos, all wrapped up into one. Pretty. I mean, it was under a hundred bucks, if I recall. It was not an insanely yeah, well, priced it ticket. Yeah, wasn't as much extra as it would feel, right? If yeah. Oh wow. Dave, let me ask you. No, what, what was a yeah? What single day ticket cost? I think it was $55 a person on Saturday okay. and I believe 45 on Sunday. So they have demand pricing. The gotcha. pricing look and feel is just like Bush Gardens. Every day is a little bit different. It's more on the weekend, less during the week. Yeah. And then you can, you know, once you hit the thing, we paid for the VIP parking the first day. It was 35 and 25 
and then we just paid 25 on Sunday because it wasn't a VIP option. I will say, after the rain came Saturday, when we came back, they weren't really enforcing the VIP. Yeah. I will say the VIP parking is worth it if you can't walk a long way because it's right in front of the gate. If you park in the regular parking and get there late, like on a busy day, yeah. you're going to have a pretty good walk into the park. So. Oh, parking. Parking fees, I just... I, I, I can't it's a, it's a I, I, can't, I can't accept them mad at yes. $30 parking fees yeah you paid more also, in parking for two days than a, your <clears throat> ticket to get in one of the days oh. Oh. we wanted to stay at the Spring Hill Suites which is on site there and it was sold out by the time we got around to booking it but uh, that's another thing that we wanted to do because it's right there next to the parking booth mm-hmm. literally wow alright well fantastic I, I hope to hear oh, I, I'm very much looking forward to your video because I, I do enjoy watching your theme park videos, and uh, I, I'm curious to see what the theme park looks like. I mean, it's been a while since we've been there. Well, literally, it's been, <laughs> what, five years since we've been there. So, five years? Yeah, I mean, from my memory, it was a nice park, so it'll be nice to see you guys uh, walk around and uh, try some stuff out. I mean, it will be sad that there is no greatest funnel cake, and then Dave loses the basketball. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty sad video overall. <laughs> it's a real tearjerker. Yeah. <laughs> for me at least but no i think uh i have some uh spoiler alert i started with the rain montage with like charlie chapman music in black and white and sprinting and speed up the video so it's like a keystone cops in the yeah, rain yeah 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 oh, nice. <laughs> that's wonderful oh man i can't wait i cannot wait yeah i hope to see that video soon uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about uh for carowinds uh no we'll be going back um, yes. I don't know why it took us so long to get there, but we'll be. Yeah, we'll you've be been talking about and, going there and, uh, for a while. Yeah, I, I, probably either Scarewinds or Winterfest, but probably yeah. not both. We'll have to see how the schedule works out. Um, as you know, Tom, like your channel, we do a number of parks. So normally, especially with Halloween and Christmas, <sighs> is we kind of figure out whether, you know, try to schedule the parks we want to go to for the Halloween things on opening weekend when it works out. But. We can't do every park on opening weekend for every Halloween or Christmas event. Unless we can't, but we get a lot, like you all. We get around to, you know, four or five each each season. So we'll have to see what the schedule is. But we'll definitely go and be going back to Carowinds this year from one of the two, uh, Halloween or Christmas. Yeah, I love Halloween. I cannot wait. It's coming so close, and uh, oh man, it's going to be glorious. Speaking of Halloween, uh, this is interesting. <laughs> An update. So I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not. About the flight, Joanna. I did I you you'll know because we don't really talk outside the podcast. So if you know the story, then you probably know. Uh, the the forty seven dollar flight I got to Richmond and back over Halloween. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. So yep. so those both flights. Was that got, on the outside or the inside of the plane? <laughs> under the wheels, yeah. Those. Yeah, uh, he, he's registered as a pet. That that flight. <laughs> $47, 47 and change, so under 48 That's cheaper than what you usually pay for a carry-on on that airline. So, <laughs> yeah. but that, so both of those, both of the legs of that flight, the uh, Sanford to Richmond and Richmond to Sanford back, got canceled. So they got an email, and I used a third-party booking. It was GoToGate, and I've used them before, and they're fine. So GoToGate.com, it was 47 and change. Uh, and so I got an email from GoToGate uh, saying, hey, Allegiant canceled these two flights. You can have a one-time booking to book some other flight. So I was like, oh, well, this is perfect. 
So no, I, I, I have no restrictions. So I looked into Vegas and I was looking to see where I could go. And, and I thought about getting a ticket to Vegas. Um, but ultimately I decided to better spend my, uh, cause I knew I was going up for Christmas to Richmond. So getting flights around Christmas is going to be super expensive. So I booked, uh, my flights for like, before Christmas in on new year's Eve, I fly back. So this, <laughs> she's like, all right, I'm going to do this for you. And she's oh. doing, yeah. We got to talk about that because we want to go to Orlando for Christmas. Oh, perfect. Well, we should just trade houses. My, uh, air, well, you're a little bit further down <laughs> where I'm going to be. But. So, um, so she's like, I'm online with her and she's doing her thing. And she's like, well, let me put the credits in that, you know, that this third party used. That way you pay, you know, so it's using, it's apples and apples. So I got charged with a third party charged, not what they charged me. So the third party is going to give me a refund for my 47 and I booked my flight for, I think it was 38, 38, 38 or $36 is what go to gate actually got charged for the flight. So they made about $10 off of my flight. However, this free rebooking. So now my cheapest flight is like $36 instead of 47. So they even got cheaper. This flight somehow managed to get cheaper nice. than it was over Christmas. I'm flying round trip for under forty dollars. <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely absurd. Yeah. So that's great stuff. But speaking about coming and leaving Florida, Adventures by D, you guys are coming down Labor Day weekend because you know what? Nothing says Labor Day like Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. <laughs> and you guys are covering that. You're covering oh, you're covering HHN that same weekend too. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Tell us a little bit more about that upcoming trip. Yeah, we did it last year. We really enjoyed it. I, I don't have a catchier name than our traditional Halloween doubleheader. We'll do a <laughs> little live stream from HHN probably later in the night on opening night once we get through all the houses ourselves. And then uh, we'll have some vlogs of the scare zones. And oh, then goodness. we'll do. I'll do a live stream from Mickey's Not So Scary. <laughs> I did last year at Boo Bash. So thank God Boo Bash, uh, better than nothing, but not as good as Mickey's Not So Scary, yes. in my opinion. So looking forward to seeing the full mm-hmm. Halloween back at Disney. We'll be covering the fireworks, the parades, everything with That's Mickey's Not So Scary. So, um, you know, we, we don't live in Florida, so we try to take advantage of the times so we get to come down there and, and live stream and we do. I do enjoy the live streaming. I do most of it myself. So um, I do it. We've done it from multiple parks now where we have cell signals. So I always enjoy coming down and, and getting our Disney and Orlando fix in. Uh, we will not be there for SeaWorld because it starts after we're gone. So unlike last year, we won't be going to. I know they're having that great special $30 ticket. For yeah, Halloween, right now, but, 30 bucks. Yeah, we'll have to do uh, Mickey's Not So Scary and then. Um, HHN, and then we'll come back in the Atlanta area and then do some local Atlanta haunts like Netherworld and Paranoia. And, and yeah, uh, uh, the queen of Halloween is super pumped for Halloween season. <laughs> well, you guys can always come back down, you know. I, I, you know. I'm here all the time, so come back down anytime. You, know, you got <laughs> two and a half months of Halloween. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so. Uh, so you're actually going to Mickey's Not So Scary on Labor Day, like the Monday of Labor Day, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. <laughs> if, you, if you come down to do the if you come down and do the double as we call it, you, yeah. you know your 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 days, and you want to do opening night HHN, and then there's off nights for HHN, and then Mickey's not so scary. He's not every night, so you kind of have to that, that you know we look at we look at opening night HHN, and then we look at not so scary for the days we're going to be down mm-hmm. there, and so we know we're going to do those two nights, and and we still have Universal passes, so. 
Yes. Um, and then we'll be continuing our hotel review series. So we've done Cabana Bay on our channel. We've done Hard Rock. We've done uh, Royal Pacific. So we've never stayed at Portofino Bay. It's the only one with the express pass we've never stayed at. So we're staying there. And so we'll get the vlog in for that, too. Well, guess what? We rented a room for one night for when my kids come down at Porto Vino. Porto, Porto Vino? No, Porto Bino. Is it a V or B? Vino. Vino. It's an F, oh. isn't it? Oh, it's an F. Portofino Bay. And amazingly, uh, I wanted the cheapest, which typically would be the uh, Royal Pacific, but they didn't have an annual pass holder discount for that. So I booked Monday night. It was 360 for one night, which I think is an incredible price for that because that that's is very expensive that's very good because yeah. normally over four hundred dollars a night all yeah. those hotels yeah I mean, now it does it, it yeah. after you know taxes and fees blah 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 it's a little over 400 plus we have to get a roll away bed because there are five of us so um mm-hmm. there are additional fees but yeah i mean it's still super cheap so yeah you're staying there multiple nights though. like you're going to be there like you're really going to enjoy the resort where we're just basically using it for the uh, free unlimited express pass for monday and tuesday we're going to be at Universal. So. Yeah, I've, I've learned coming down there that we've split hotel stays before. and, and It's rough. That kind of ruins some of it when you're down yeah. there, and then one day you got to pack up and move somewhere else, right? That just takes it just, takes away from that yeah. park day. So I've tried to limit the, the split stays between Disney and Universal. We've done like two days off property at Disney, two days on at Universal. But honestly now, the Universal hotels, why there's why they're – not cheap. They're heck of a lot more less than a lot of the Disney comparable hotels. Plus, you get the Express Pass. Plus, yeah. we already have Universal passes. So yeah. Universal's killing it with the value right now. And if you're going to yeah. stay late on HHN, yeah, you could stay off property somewhere for a lot cheaper. But we do HHN till whenever they close. So at 2 a.m., I'm not looking dying to get back in my car and driving back to the hotel. I'd rather just walk and crash. Although that's the one time I four traffic won't be too bad, so. <laughs> Not the only time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. Uh, definitely, when you come down for that trip, we will definitely get together. I know um, you're planning a Magic Kingdom day separately than the Mickey's Not So Scary during the week that I will be able to go to since I have the midweek pass. So I would love to meet up with you guys for that. Uh, when you're at Universal, obviously, uh, you know, I, too, have a pass, so I'll be able to uh, hook up with you guys there. Uh, Mickey's, I did want to try to get to Mickey's, so maybe on Labor Day I could uh, hang out with you guys and go to that event. So, Dave, let me ask you, do you find doing the live stream at these special events where, you know, you're paying premium to get into the event, do you, th- do you find it uh, cumbersome or, or um, kind of prohibits you from it really enjoying the event the way you would like to because you're live streaming instead of, I don't know, maybe riding some rides or doing some other things? The second part, like last year, it's a little bit different this year because we are going to, to the Magic Kingdom for a day before yes. we go to Universal. And then we kind of got one day in the Magic Kingdom bookend around a week at Universal, basically. Yeah. So it won't be as bad as last year. But to, to your point, like when I live stream from some of our regional parks here, I'll call them, like yeah. within a day's drive at Atlanta, I go to those parks all the time. Yeah. You know, Not a big if, if I don't ride something, I'm going to be back soon. Yep. But when I did Boo Bass last year and, and, you know, and then, you know, the live stream, you have to try to be entertaining that the people are on there. Yep. You can't wait in an hour line. Nobody wants to watch you wait in an hour <laughs> line to pirates, you know. Yeah. So I did the whole, you know, I ran around, haunted characters were out, all the parades or whatever, the cavalcades. So I did it 
for like three hours. I did the whole party just live stream. You were Chris literally left me to ride. You rides. were literally dancing. And so, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the night, yeah, I was dancing. I forgot about that. Part. <laughs> I don't forget. At the I, end of the oh, night, you know, off stream, I said to Chris, I'm like, wow, I didn't ride any of the rides, and she's like, yeah, that's because you live stream the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's either live streaming is work. People don't realize that, and I enjoy oh, no, it. Oh for but sure. It's work. You're not. Yeah. You're not. There to, to leisurely go around the park like you would on a vacation. So yep. you kind of have to pick one or the other. Either you, you do it for an hour and enjoy the other time, or you don't do it, or you just say, I'm going to do the whole party and I'm, I'm going to miss it because I'm going to live into the screen on my phone for my subscribers, which, um, you know, I think there's a, there's a trade off there. Yeah. I mean, and that's probably why you guys, you know, have, you know, over a thousand and I have, I'm, I'm sitting at 400 something. <laughs> Old people. It, I mean, people that go live in Disney parks all the time, they do get subscribers that way because Disney gets eyeballs, right? That's yeah, no. Uh, people, I watch live streams all the time from the Disney parks because if you're not always. there, people want to see what's going on down there, what the crowds are like, what the weather is like, or they just want to be down there. So they drill the right pirates virtually if they can't be there in person. Yeah, it's insane, some of these live streamers. Because I'll get on like in the morning and I'll see like at 7 o'clock and I'll see someone's live streaming. I'm like, what are they doing? So I click on it. It's literally them like with a dash cam just like driving to Disney. <laughs> and there's like hundreds of people watching. Like, what? Like, I hate traffic. I don't want to drive. I don't want to watch somebody else in traffic. Like, <laughs> I get it. He's going to Disney. Uh, you know, Hit me up when, you know, start streaming after you get to the park. How about that? I don't want to see your commute. <laughs> but people enjoy it. I, I don't understand the appeal of that. But And it's not like he's talking. Like yeah. I don't watch a lot of it, but like, the dude was just kind of like just driving. Like There was not a lot of chatter. So I was like, what is this? I guess the other thing is we go to Disney anyway, even before we started our YouTube channel. So I'm not going to Disney anymore because I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and we still go to the parks we always went to before we had a YouTube channel, like our local park, Six Flags and Dollywood and Wild Adventures, the ones that are closest to us we went to before the YouTube channel. So I don't think our lifestyles have changed much just because we started doing YouTube on theme parks. I will say, you know, I'm, I'm probably doing more local things or things that I'll find interesting that yeah. I think might be interesting on YouTube. But like the one thing I can tell you about YouTube, I have no idea who's going to watch what video. <laughs> we try to make the best, most entertaining videos we can, but just when I put a video out that I think people will watch, nobody watches, and then the opposite. I just think nobody's going to care about this. So let's put it up, and then yeah, it's crazy. Views, so. At least for me, like Universal, like HHN and Disney videos, no one watches. No, no, I can't get a single person to watch those. But I'll throw something up for Bush Gardens or some regional park and just get. Ton- I got you know they're oversaturated. There's so many people doing the major theme park. You know, the vlogs and stuff. And quite frankly, they're doing it much better than me. So I don't blame people for not watching it, but I would think that someone would make it like this food and wine festival video I'm going to put out. I have no expectations of it doing any good, but I enjoy doing it regardless. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I like doing it. Well, that's why I think the, the live streamers, you know, live streaming is somewhat of the best equalizer. As long as you have good cell signal and a good gimbal, and you're and people, you know, you can be somewhat entertaining on the live stream. I'm not saying I am, but you know, the the live stream of the of, of uh, Mickey's not so scary. They're probably turning in to see the content more than they're turning into hear yeah. tuning in to hear you. So, um, 
that's another reason I like doing it. But I've done, done we've done live streams from Kings Island and from Dollywood and and other places. Wild Adventure. I've done a number of live streams from Valdosta. We have good signal in that park. But as long as your signal's good and you're not waiting in a log line, you know, I I enjoy doing it. I, I probably won't do it the entire Mickey's Not So Scary. That's my lesson learned. But yeah, I'll turn it on and we'll we'll show probably a parade and you better maybe dance fireworks. You better be dancing. Well, the dude. other thing, by the by the by the time we do it, I don't know if I'll dance or not. I don't know if people probably tuned out. <laughs> I love it. But um, the other thing, and Mickey's not so scary. By the time we do that on Labor Day, people, there's been a whole month of Mickey's not so scary's already. So yeah. HHN's a little better because it's opening night. But the issue with not so scary or HHN is a lot of people don't like that scary. That you know borders on not family friendly, right? We put. We put disclaimers, parental discretion, you know, flashing yeah. lights, you know, but a lot of people don't like that. They prefer the not so scary versus HHN. Well, the good thing about the HHN video, I think you get a lot of people to watch that one because it's opening night and then they'll finally find out, you know, all the theming, you know, all the houses and the scare zones because it's not going to be announced. <laughs> well, that's how they're <laughs> announcing it this year. They're just letting the first night people, you know. <laughs> Word of mouth, best marketing. Maybe, hey Dave, you know what? I just had a great idea, or it could be an awful idea. Uh, I've never live streamed from a park, and it's something I think I would probably uh, like to do because I kind of my, my style is kind of like live streaming. Maybe when you guys come down, I can live stream. Uh, I'll do a first live stream. You guys can, you know, you guys can be my training wheels. You know, show me the ropes, how to live stream. So. Ooh, well, we'll do, we'll do our best. <laughs> um, that didn't sound positive. Best. No, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, it didn't come out the right way. We'd be happy to help you, Tom. I would say, um, pick a good gimbal. Gimbals, gimbals are more important than people realize. Well, the, like, when I write the transcript of this, I'm gonna Dave Hell's yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have the greatest gimbal. I have a gimbal that costs more than uh, you know some people's first cars. So I have a great gimbal, okay. and it looks like like. Like I'm, I'm, I'm shooting a movie, so I've never actually pulled it out and gone to a park with it. But I have a uh, my cell phone. I've seen somebody with your gimbal, Tom. What's that? The last time Carol and I were at King's Dominion for Halloween. Oh yeah. Somebody the, the, had your gimbal. Yeah, this. I mean, the gimbal caught I me mean, weighs like 50 pounds. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous! They had this thing with this big back strap on it and everything, just so it wouldn't kill them. Oh no, yeah. I imagine if you, freaking, if you're doing that for couple hours yeah you would that'd not be pleasant so yeah i, I don't know what yeah, level the big i do with it attached and yeah but yeah you're, you're right Dave, you, have you don't want a gimbal or you don't want to be walking around yeah. as making people seasick or motion sick you know you gotta figure out how to live well, stream yeah i mean the, the people that do it i mean you have to have a gimbal yeah because the gopro doesn't really attach live to youtube or to any kind of streaming service you really have to do it on your phone on a gimbal and, and as long as you have good cell signal and you've got good software, whether it's StreamYard, Discord, whatever, Streamlabs, Prism, there's a bunch of different recording. Yeah, that's the thing I you need to StreamYard. They yeah. all have positives and negatives. I've done it through YouTube, and in YouTube you can zoom in and zoom out. And StreamYard, you cannot zoom in and zoom out. So we were doing a Groundhog Day live thing, and we had 700 people on. <laughs> like Zoom. They're like. Can you zoom in on the groundhog? I'm like, I, they didn't understand. I couldn't zoom in because it was a software limitation. So, so you're they jumping all, they the all fence. Have positives and, and negatives. All the software. Yep. <laughs> For my viewers, he takes the fence. He climbs the wall. 
<laughs> Sir, back away from the ground. We're going to make you a country gimbal, Tom, because you know Teresa bought chickens, right? I heard, yes. Sister. Our, our sister bought and chickens. And they always keep their head still when you move them. You could put your phone on top of one of her chickens and carry around the park. Wow. That would be unique, for sure. Yeah. And I could have eggs, too, when I wanted to. fit in up in your know, <laughs> Wow. And gimbals are finicky, too. We had, I yes. hope, you know, knock on wood, ours works better than it did. Yeah. We used the same gimbal now a couple of years, and normally no issues, but... Um, Last year at HHN opening night, I yep. could not get that thing balanced. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for better luck this year. I remember watching that one. Yeah. Oh, man. It wasn't easy to watch. I, I thank anybody that watched that video because, like, it, I kept – I had to hold it by hand and then yeah. I let it go. And the, the, yeah. I, I don't know I how good my gimbal is. Uh, I bought one before moving down here for my phone. I, I guess I could just take it into a park and, and try. I just – I know nothing about it, and I just never taken the time to really look into live streaming from like a park or whatever. So, and I, I haven't bought a third party, like you said, the, the the whatever those live stream apps or whatever. I, I haven't bought any of those. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into it. But yeah, definitely. Maybe when we come down, I'll do some random HHN live stream or something. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to discuss before we call this episode? Or we bring it to a wraps. No, come on over and check out our channel, Adventures oh, always, by yeah. D. Like I said, we're out of Georgia and family-friendly vlogging, and we go to a ton of theme parks just like Tom and Joanna do. So uh, come on wow. over, <laughs> check us out, and uh, have some fun with us and hang out. And uh, stay tuned for the new Carowinds vlog out very shortly. Yes, and stay tuned. In a couple months, there'll be a couple. Uh, I'll, I'm sure I will show up in a couple of your uh, videos, and you uh, vice versa. So uh, when you come down, I greatly look forward to hanging out with you guys again. That was so much fun the last time. Didn't get to hang out too much, but uh, it was enough, and it was wonderful. So let's do that again. And uh, maybe sometime Absolutely. Joanna can come down. And You're all welcome of us on our vlog anytime. Ah, thank you. All right. Well, I think that will wrap it up for this episode. So thank I you. I have a question now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, jo- Joanna has a question. <laughs> Sorry, I have a question. I wrote it down earlier. I was ready. I didn't oh, wait. Ready. Wait, what is that? It's a pre-written question. No, I – well, it's during, during the, when you were talking. Is that earlier. paper? It's a Q&A section, Tom. Yeah, I can't jump in on Tom because he talks too fast. And That's right. He doesn't let any pauses happen for me to talk. So, <laughs> But I was thinking – and I, the question for you because I know because we're talking about Carowinds. I know. Wait, what hold on. is your okay. favorite park entrance when you're coming up to a park? Maybe Kings Island? I, I would say for me it's probably Carowinds or Kings Island, and then Six Flags, our local park, is pretty close. I, I grew up in and around Kings Island, so I, I love the entrance. Once you get inside the gate, you know, the fountains and the mm-hmm. iconic Eiffel Tower. I will yeah. say it's nice at Carowinds and at Six Flags over Georgia. The coasters go right over your head before you even get to the ticket gate. So for for sentimental value, I'd say Kings Island. But for seeing the coasters, uh, you know, fly over your head, I'd say it's Carowinds or our local Six Flags part. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've never been to Kings Island, so I don't know what that looks like. I recommend that one highly. Thanks right. there. Yeah. Madison knows I could talk a lot about Kings Island, (laughs) but I will not. That's another podcast slash vlog. People can check out our Kings Island vlog from last year. I I really enjoyed going back. Awesome. Sorry about that. Somebody's at my door. Apparently, luckily, my new Blink doorbell, I have video of this uh, person. 
I thought you stick out like a note on the front that says podcast. Yeah, I know. On air. <laughs> session. On air, yes. There's a sign outside. On air. The uh, so it's a it's a blink and uh, so it's a you know it's a video and it connects to my Alexa. Mm-hmm. So I have it set up. You can check so when they push it, you can set different um, sounds to go through the Alexa. Mm-hmm. So I have it for a Halloween. It's a wolf. It goes ow. So when somebody rings my doorbell, it, uh, I get hounds howling. <laughs> Joanna, what is your favorite entrance? My favorite is Carowinds. I'm just thinking, you know, it's so you know, you come out of the parking lot and you just have the Fury 325 and you see it and it's just, especially if it's running while you're walking up to it, it's just kind of amazing. Um, is this at what about all Tom, parks? What's your what's your favorite theme park entrance? So this includes Disney and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. sure. I don't know. I think Magic Kingdom's always been. I really like that where you you come in through the tunnels and then you you you, you know you get this, the view of the main street and the castle. You know, it's a reveal there. And they have the flower beds out front, and depending on what the season, what's going on, they have the different. And forget about it. If it's well, now it's August. If it's August, uh, September, or October, you know they have the Mickey's, you know the, the pumpkin things. Oh man, for, oh, love it, love it. So that's great. Now, if you're talking about a more traditional park, yeah, Carowinds is. I mean, anything that has like even um, Cedar Point, where they have the uh, the wing coaster at the front. So. Anything that interacts where, you know, you can see it. Like, Carowinds and Cedar Point are really good. Like uh, Hershey's good now with the new entrance. That's cool. I'd say, like, Dollywood would be the opposite end of that spectrum. Like, there's really, like, going in that park, <laughs> like, you're walking into, like, a shopping complex. Like, there's nothing really going on there. Not King's Dominion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have a working theory that, King's Dominion sits on an abandoned airport, and they just said, "Let's lay everything out on the runway." 100%. That was that a parking lot. Of that park yeah. is totally flat and empty. It's like, oh. yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's good. Good question. I guess that that ends Joanna's Q and A portion. Very quick. That needs to be a segment of the podcast now. Yes. Oh, we're gonna do that in TikTok. Yes. We gotta keep it within okay. 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you all for joining me in this episode, including uh, Dave and Madison and Joanna. And until we stream again, if you go to Carowinds, don't be like Dave and not get the world's greatest funnel cake. That's one of the first things you do before Fury, before Intimidator. You get that world's greatest funnel cake and report back to me, please. And keep making memories. And have a Six Flags day. May the adventures be be with you. you. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.